and welcome to another edition of By the Railside Podcast Movie Review. With us this week, we have Justin, Hello. Jordan, I'm a train, and myself, I'm Zach. Uh, Jeff may or may not show up, his internet's being all kinds of fucky, so we'll, we'll have to see on that. This week, we reviewed Cloud Atlas. Um, Jordan, do you have the, the description of the movie? Uh, I, I do, but I don't know. Okay, so everything is connected. An 1849 diary of an ocean voyage across the Pacific. Letters from a composer to his lover. A thriller about a conspiracy at a nuclear power plant. A farce about a publisher in a nursing home. A rebellious clone in a futuristic Korea. And the tale of a tribe living on a post-apocalyptic Hawaii far in the future. By Anonymous. Uh, this is a story of... Actually, this is like six different stories that are... Uh, being told simultaneously so uh, if you have ADHD or ADD or are just a regular human being it is very hard to follow <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what did you think of it Justin uh, I love this movie uh, the first time I watched it I was stoned I'm pretty sure so I wasn't too sure if I would like it the watching it sober but um, I still cry thing. at the end of this movie so I really like it any movie that can like evoke that kind of emotion out of me I, I generally like um, but yeah, I mean, it's basically like the, the stories that it's telling are, are, are basically just saying that, uh, that the choices you make, um, can have lasting consequences for the future. Um, and, uh, yeah, so basically like probably the mo the easiest one to identify is, is Tom Hanks character, um, because his, his inner demons are like actually manifest in, uh, when he's in his tribal era um, with the weird little like Mad Hatter character. Um, the hairy fingernails. Yeah. Um, but basically just like when he chooses to, to be courageous instead of conniving and thieving, like he is in his other um, past selves, um, he, he ends up with the happy ending. Right. So, um, and I mean, pretty much all of the characters have some kind of, growth or, or something that they go through and that's just kind of um it, it is a very uh scattered story but um it's more of the about the the emotion of the, of the scenes rather than like the story themselves are telling like the old people escaping the old folks home doesn't really amount to anything but it's more about how it makes you feel so or at least that's how i interpret it yeah, that whole that the section with the the old folks on it is kind of it's almost crazy. Like the it seems like a prank, but then it, it was because of like actual like the reason why he ended up there, and the guy was just, like tricked him into doing it. Is I'm guessing it's because he slept with his wife or whatever. Yeah, it's, that was his brother, and obviously that dude has just been shithead most of his life, um, and then he he finally. Uh... That that one's kind of weird, but basically he he learned to to um, to help out those around him and, and not just think for himself. But, yeah, I was ex I was honestly expecting him to just like drive off when the the yeah. I know I know guy like popped out at the end. <laughs> it's just like nah, yeah. he don't know. Um, the the different roles that each actor actually took like. Um, Hugo Weaving, for the most part, like like played strictly villainous type characters throughout. But yeah. I guess the the transformation that they went makeup wise on some of them was just crazy. Yeah the the set design and the special effects uh, on this are, are fucking awesome. Like they could have just used different characters and like gave them hints, like with the tattoo that they're the same person and stuff like that. But um, instead they were just like no we're just gonna i mean they steer clear to blackface but they basically just they're like we're gonna make this asian lady white and we're gonna make these asian guys uh or these uh white people asian and we're just gonna fucking go all out <laughs> it definitely like toes a line but i i think it does have a, a cool effect because they, they pulled it off well in my opinion yeah like the 
some of it makes sense. Like, I think the, the future one where, like, they made the white people look Asian, it kind of made sense. The purebloods. Yeah, which, that didn't make sense to me. Like, these are the purebloods, but Be- the woman it- who is, like, from, that, that is Asian is is the clone. Uh, well, what what it was is that they, they have slaves that are, um like hybrids like so that they're like docile and stuff like that they're not supposed to be like full humans or at least that's what they tell everyone yeah and then it turns out that they are food and they are fed to themselves once yeah. they ascend that i can't remember if it was like 12 days or 12 months like however long but after they get 12 stamps on their uh, uh boom boom collar then uh they get to ascend or, or so they're told but really what happens is they're killed like cattle and uh fed back to uh themselves i don't know if they were also included with like the the consumer meal or like the meals for consumers or if it was just uh they were drinking themselves out of the the soap boxes or whatever the hell that thing is yeah that uh (laughs) that guy just drinking soap like is that just like there is that what they called their like that's that's what the drink was called um and it like knocks them the fuck out right so it was probably very high in drugs yeah well actually that makes a lot of sense it was probably uh designed to keep the the clone workforce uh satiated and sedated slightly so that they're not going to ask questions but then he was like well if i drink the special juice it make me feel good while i'm uh non-consensually fucking this clone and licking their feet yep i had big issues with that yeah (laughs) um the uh i don't know some of the 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 way that it was designed like they definitely pulled it off really well but honestly a lot of it just looked like like it, it was an allergic reaction that's what some of the some of the things seemed to me like the way they made the white people Asian and even making Hugo weaving that fucking nurse in the nursing home scenes like he just he definitely looks swole but definitely from like a, a bee sting or, or something that he ate. Well, that's what happens when you're Miss uh, Doubtfire, man. Yeah, <laughs> Miss Doubtfire fucking pulled it off. Hugo weaving <laughs> was it was all right. If it, the makeup was a little bit better and it didn't look like. A fucking swarm of bees landed on his crumpet before tea time. Yeah, <laughs> I think they could have done it. That was that's like the that was like the reverse of Mrs. Doubtfire. Just, Help is not on the way, dear. Mrs. Doubt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that wasn't fire. <laughs> um, but overall, it was it was great, and even like uh, the way they transitioned scene to scene, it it flowed like nicely throughout like there wasn't just like a cut and then new scene it was like these people went through this door the door closed and then you see on the other side it's all of a sudden they're in the in the future um in the guy's village which is kind of interesting that the future selves speak real dumb like we're we're real dumb i think that was only the island just the um, island people? Well, yeah, because when Halle Berry was, like, on the communicator to her uh, uh, her captain, I, the, the, were they not speaking normally? I think so. Uh, they still had, like, a weird dialect. And I, I think that's just them interpreting uh, a future where um, we, like, short-form fucking everything to uh, just being, like... Um, just weird shit like that like it was just like we all just shorten abbreviate everything so like which, why use big word when little word do trick kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> which makes sense because i mean like even today we still do it like there's yeah. a lot of words that are like oh that's three syllables bet you i can cut it down to one fucker yeah um yeah. bruh although <laughs> instead of oh that upset me i don't think you should do that again all it is is bruh, bruh. <laughs> Um, I didn't like the, the true, true, like, I thought it was, it was funny, but I I just didn't see that happening, like, in the future. Like, you speak the true, true. I was like, no, the truth, that is way easier to say. It sounded... Well, see, this is the, the, it's based off of a book, right? So, um, which I think, I don't know if you guys felt this way, but I think they pulled off, 
um, it feeling like a book story being read to me, like with the narration and all that stuff. Like it to me, it it came off like as an audio book, which I really like. Yeah, it definitely had that feel, especially because you're you're changing basically story to story, character to character, all throughout the thing. So it's almost like you when you like finish the one chapter and then you go on to the next chapter. And it's it's you're catching up on the on the previous yeah character like that where the characters the, are yeah yeah I did enjoy that although I don't know I, I was reading online that uh, the directors had taken a slightly different approach to the storytelling itself uh, when compared to the book like I think the book was um, more linear so it was like story of like the 1860s and then the the, the 1912s or whatever the hell it was and then the the 70s. And so forth, and then closer to the end of the book, they started to relate the stories together, as opposed to um, this one going from uh, like the 1860s up to the the 1960s, and you're jumping ahead again, and you're jumping back consistently. Um, but the way they did in the movie was, I think, fantastic. Uh, it was slightly confusing um, for me, but I think that's just because uh, I, I was having issues like paying attention. Uh, I don't know what it was. It was the uh, the audio. Maybe I just couldn't hear it properly, or yeah. maybe I'm just too used to watching things with subtitles now. Because pretty much everything I watch, I leave the subtitles on because the goddamn furnace kicks on and I can't hear it. So I was like, "What? Well, I'm just gonna read it instead." Uh, it also didn't help that we uh, legally purchased a copy that didn't have any. Was English. it Russian? Yeah, yeah, it was Russian. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> So I was gonna like I yeah, was gonna I, get to I mean, go back and, and pause the movie and then hold up a translator app and see if I could understand what they were saying, but there was only about three or four parts that Yeah, time. there's a few parts where they mumble, but I don't think there was anything like integral that they were saying. It was it was more the parts when they were mumbling in the in their like in the future part. So yeah. when he was already talking stupid, so I was like, I gotta pay attention <laughs> to this and then he was mumbling too, and I'm just like for fuck's sakes, I can't, I can't hear. You're stupid. But that again, it's it's uh, the struggle with the with legally downloads. You just it used to be on Netflix, and then they fucking pulled it. I guess I don't know. Yeah, it's because Netflix doesn't leave anything on Canadian Netflix. That's good. They take it away after two weeks. Just not. At least five people watch this movie. No one else gets to. Yeah. The fucking Netflix CEO was the one that was quoted saying that like the four hour cut was like amazing and people are gonna love it. And I looked it up and that was back in like twenty fifteen and then no one said anything about it since, so I guess this is fucking gone. <laughs> yeah. They maybe they like they probably have some sort of rights dispute or they gotta edit it or something like that, but um did you guys get emotional at all at the end, or you guys didn't give a fuck? I, I mean, I don't really get emotional at movies or TV shows, um, but uh, I, I really heartless did enjoy... Cast. Not heartless, just sad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did enjoy the end, um, but uh, I think I, I'd have to watch it again with subtitles, and maybe then I'd, I'd get more of a reaction out of it, because... Um, basically any time in the future with the face tattoo Tom Hanks, I I couldn't couldn't understand half, if not more, of what he was saying. Yeah, I uh because I think because there was so much going on, I think if I watched it a few more times and actually um because I couldn't fully hear them, there was no I couldn't build that, that type of connection with them and the storytelling and stuff like that. But I can definitely see how the movie itself would elicit emotions, and I'm sure the book does the same thing. But also, I noticed, and I don't know if this was done intentionally, but like when all the people uh, that came down, um, like Halle Berry's captain and all that, I the only white people were Tom Hanks and and his daughter. I thought that was nice. How the uh, the the smarter race i guess i guess in that end scene where not smarter race no. but <laughs> it's it's a dangerous but yeah like it was flipped like they were on top and yeah because there wasn't that many even in the village there wasn't any like it was just just all white people 
and then the the one Asian that the, was dressed. The I mean, the way the way I interpret it is that the island people are the descendants of the um what the fuck were they called them? The like clones, and that the people in the ship were the pure bloods. Oh okay. yeah, I guess that makes sense because I, I mean they did have some of the same like headdress style. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's all it's all one timeline, right? It's not like these are different dimensions. I know it's weird because the characters are like the same characters, but it's all happening on like one timeline. It's just it's more like um uh what is it? Hinduism with like rebirth, like they're just being reborn into the same universe. Yeah. It's just yeah, time and time again. It's I like the way they handled it. Uh, like it wasn't a you live, you die, you're immediately reborn. Like, it seemed like there was a good amount of time in between the the rebirth of the people. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it was just the people with the, the birthmark of, like, the shooting star, but it, it they focused pretty heavy on that. Like, everyone that was experiencing it, um, apart from Hugo Weaving's characters, I don't recall seeing the birthmark on them. No, I think yeah, he was... You guys were just marking, like, protagonists. <laughs> oh, it could be true as well. Um, but it also might be, like, the the good characters, or, like, the iterations that are not complete I, I, assholes. Yeah, I think they were just marked for being, like, integral... Uh, like, they left a, a major mark on history or something like that. Um, oh, yeah, it could be that. Well, because I know what the first one I recall was the guy... Uh, who apparently had a worm inside of him, which was actually just getting poisoned by Tom Hanks for his money. Yeah, Tom um, Hanks, other than in Caveman, like in the Apocalypse time, is just like a complete dick in yeah. all of his timelines. He yoked that dude's fucking vest. Yeah. That's payment for keeping the floor open just so that guy could shoot himself. Hey, why is it in movies that, that a lot of the time, like if someone's dying, like it's it's usually in a bathtub? Easy cleanup. That's what we call uh, consideration. Like, are you talking about suicides? No, no, like, even, even like, in general, like, like a lot of, like, sometimes, I guess it, it's, like, a... There's a, a lot of blood spot. when you die, so... Convenient drains and all that. Yeah, I guess. That could also just be, like, for the movies themselves. Like, we're gonna have a scene uh, with saw-level proportions of blood let's put them in a bathtub so then we can just like turn a hose on and then drain it down yeah. right there. Yeah. And I mean, it's white, right? Like it's gonna have a nice contrast. Yeah. That is like also true. put a bunch of blood on hardwood. You're not really gonna, you're going to stain that hardwood. You're going to yeah. fucking ruin it. Like and you got, you lose your deposit on the doors. fucking shooting site. <laughs> that would be my concern. <laughs> Let me get my money back. You are the executive producer. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to shoot himself in the face. That's fine. We can show anyone that. But how am I going to get my deposit back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I, there was a shocking amount of uh, slurs, I guess. That, that would be the best way to say it. Um, like, I guess it was, it was appropriate like for the characters and the roles and the time that they were saying, but I just I honestly didn't expect the that many in a movie with Tom Hanks. Well, I mean, one of the the major plot points of the movie is standing up against oppression, right? So oppression yeah. throughout the throughout history has almost always had racism in it. So, um, and I mean, in the in the final one, um, with uh, in in neo soul like they're just they don't treat them like humans right like they're just like you're literally subhuman they just they label them as that so that you can desensitize yourself to fucking putting them in a blender after they've aged slightly yeah is that the is that like the star thing like it just like labeling them by year almost or by month yeah i i can't remember the exact time period but i know it was after you got 12 of those stamps then you're you're sent for ascension. ascension is what they called it, but yeah. really it's just we're gonna skin you, we're gonna grind you up, and we're gonna feed you to yourself, well, uh, to a clone of yourself. Yeah, my my guess would be they live like twelve years or whatever, and then they're considered too old, and 
they're not uh, perky little teenagers, so they yep, that lend they're, them. They're they're more tender after twelve years. Thirteen years too tough. Can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah then you start turning into the fucking uh, nurse Noakes. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm sure their brain probably is fucking goo after that amount of drugs. Oh, that is true. Maybe after that's like the the max amount of time before the drugs and their food start to take hold of their systems. And yeah. if anyone else eats it, then they're going to get way too doped up. Um, yeah, taking like fucking oxys and cannibalism every night is probably not good for the system. I feel like, yeah, cannibalism isn't a, a sustainable thing. <laughs> I don't, I've never tried it. There's myself. a, yeah, there's like a protein or something in it that like essentially makes you get mad cow disease or something. Yeah. Which I, I guess... guess would explain why the, the cannibals at the end didn't really talk. It was more just like grunting yeah. and, and but gnawing. That did show the relationship showing that they are the like descendants of the what what's the word? Consumers. Humanoids. Basically. Like they they're the ones that were going for the ascensions because then they had no problem just like eating people because they oh, probably yeah, yeah. found out hey we were just doing it anyways they looked very much like skinny chickens on that uh like with no heads and no hands yeah. like we just look like chickens yeah i fucking cringed when they pierced the uh achilles to drag them off like, oh yeah fuck. that was... <laughs> but what a like Wow, what the fuck's the word for it? Production line. That's a great production line. Yeah. It's like coming in and they're like, oh, I'm going to ascend. And then they use that thing like on... Uh, Any slaughterhouse with cows. Yeah, where it's just the, the quick little... Yeah. And then oh, they're dead and then yeah. get them on the hooks. Which, you know, I don't know that much about the human brain. Mine barely functions. Uh, but kill, like hitting them in the forehead... And you like I you would imagine the spike is probably not very long, so I don't think that would kill them. Like it basically like Does, a mini well not a mini but a major lobotomy, so they're still well, alive was, while it's happening. It was coming from the back of the head, right? I thought it was the forehead, because she was like uh, when it happened to the clone, her forehead was bleeding. Was it not? Um, or was it the? British I thought thing? it came from the back. Like I'm just trying to remember. I wasn't really paying attention to where the wound was but i recall it, it coming onto the back of her head like from the back right that's maybe where I'm the trigger that. was which no. I, I guess it... so maybe maybe it went straight through to it, the front and then maybe i mean it, if you if you spike from the back you, you don't really have to go very far to hit some pretty intense stuff so I yeah but her her forehead was definitely bleeding and hmm. when she went down but also there wasn't a lot of blood for just getting it, poked. It could have been a spike straight down and it was just the blood dripping from like from the top down. And just like fucking right into the cerebellum or whatever the fuck it is. And just oh yeah. yeah. If you've watched this movie before and focus very much on how they kill these <laughs> subhumans. Please let us know. Yeah. Or, or if you you're any... uh you work at a slaughterhouse and you you know the exact point. <laughs> Well, I know in slaughterhouse, like I've seen all those, like cause I, I had, I want to put it. Yeah, they just do through the temple. Well, right? though sometimes a uh, temple or uh, just like right at the top of the cow's skull, they'll use the nail gun. Yeah. Because normally, I think they're like up above, like they're on a, like a, a foot high platform yeah. higher, so they can actually I, get. A I don't know how people do that job. Like, fuck. Uh, they like, desensitize themselves. It's not a. Yeah. It's not an animal. This is just a, a pre-steak. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the same thing with like in the Some movie, ribs. right? Like, you imagine like having to do all that shit, but then like you had to talk to the cow like before each one. Like, yeah, come sit down. Yeah, <laughs> come on, we're we're gonna ascend. Come on, yay, yeah, yeah, we're going. Yeah, the here's cow your... comes in stinging, all happy, and then yeah. you're just like, yeah, sit down on the chair and get executed. I'm gonna do some shopping. I'm gonna <laughs> do some. <laughs> nope, you're turned into soap. Your food for uh, other fabricants. I wonder why they called it soap. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. That's probably the kind of thing that's like explained in a book where they're just like, we don't have time to explain it. It's just called that. Oh, I uh, probably stands for something and whatnot. You know. Yeah. 
tried to, oh, first it was soap. Oh, this is the Wikipedia about the novel. Yeah, what are, what were they called? Sep something starts with an S, right? Uh, the like the clones. Son they were yeah. fabricants, but her name was Sonmi four five one. Fabricant, and I think it was just like the uh, the general term for all clones, which they got treated like shit. Mm -hmm. Like here's your sleeping pod. It is barely big enough to fit you. Um, and then there's going to be uh, some, some dumb read up of what they what they did to slaves. Oh no, I know about that. I read that. <laughs> What do you mean? They put him on a cruise. Oh, yeah. Easy there, Tiger. <laughs> no, do you want to get yeah. hate crime? <laughs> That's how you get hate crime. Yeah. No, that was... Uh, I think the the description uh, when the guy was on the... Like, the, the black guy was the stowaway on the on the ship. At that And he befriends the guy and actually ends up saving him from Tom Hanks. He... It, was like like he was the one that got the lashings and everything like that he had a a pretty good descriptor even like of what would happen if you're caught on these boats where he's just like no yeah like, yeah just... i really liked yeah i really liked when he made him face his choice because it's very easy to be like i don't want to get involved and whatnot it's like but you have to realize like what that means is that you're killing me if you don't get involved you're killing me so i'm gonna make you face that and so that you can't just be like, oh, I did, I wasn't involved. I, I'm not to blame. So, like, making him face that was... I, I really like that. Yeah, just removing yourself from the situation. Be like, ah. Yeah, like, Relax. that doesn't make it okay. <laughs> Even by choosing to make uh, not make a choice, you've still uh, made a choice. Yeah, like, what was the... Uh, what, I forget who quoted it, but, like, all, all it takes for evil to prevail is for good men to sit, sit idle or something like that. Is that, like... Is that is that Winston Churchill? No. I do. I know the quote. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I I think it's I think it was around World War II era when it was said, but I don't know. Uh, was it evil prevails when good people do nothing? Yeah. Apparently, I that's in the had. Bible. Oh well, there you go. Older than that, then. Um. But yeah, that was really good. And I don't know if you guys caught it, but uh, that slave, um, that's Holly Berry's uh, dad. Yeah, yeah. Because well, at the end, it showed like the iterations of mm -hmm. each person. Because you don't really see that character, I don't think, outside of that. Um, but then you you see it at the end is that's who he was. Yeah. He well, he only had three characters, so it was. Uh, the slave, the uh, Lester Ray, uh, so Halle Berry's dad, and then he was one of the people on the ship. Uh, I think actually he was the captain of the the ship at the very very last timeline. Oh, I guess yeah. that that could explain the them all being black. It could all just literally be her family. That is also true. <laughs> Although she says captain, like she never really says like. Yeah, I mean, you would still like you would still fall chain of command if you were on a ship. So, okay knows? so yeah after the, the 12 the 12 markings is is years so this is after 12 years yeah. of slaves fabricants have promised retirement to a fabricant community in honolulu Ooh, hawaii Ooh, <laughs> that's how they sold them that's why they're so pumped would you like to go to yeah. hawaii after uh, 12 yes. stars you get to go to the wonderful hawaii and then they're all doing their hula dances and then dead Get all excited. Like, I'm going to go to a luau. First, There's going to yeah. be a pig roast. And then I turn into the pig roast. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, they don't even know that, like, the world is fucked. Like, Honolulu would be fucking non-existent in that era, right? Because they said um, old soul was underwater. And in 100 years, new soul would also be underwater. So there's no fucking way Hawaii is still even a thing. Yeah. So they're telling them about a place that doesn't even exist. Yeah, although it might have just been like mountaintops, because in what is it, twenty one something? I had it on a page that I can't find anymore. Twenty three, twenty two. Um, they that's like the final, I guess, timeline. Um, they were on Hawaii, 
but it was like a lot smaller. So I think it was just like the very tips of the mountains of Hawaii, and then everything else was just buried. Yeah, well, it was like one o. It was like one o something. It was in Russian, so I don't know what it was, but I'm yeah. I, I'm guessing it was like after apocalypse or whatever. Yeah. Well, so the the Sonmi like four five one, so the Fabrican era that was twenty one forty four. Yeah. And then someone said, uh, well, twenty three twenty one is. Uh, uh, well, they the they the so there was something that happened. Well, yeah, because Hollyberry said like they need to get off the planet because they're dying of radiation. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, when they go into the old building to send the help signal, it's just like full of bodies. So I would guess there was some nukes involved. Yeah, and even when they're climbing up the mountains, like the, there's a uh, there's craters in the like the remnants of the old city. Uh, mm. that you can see that have grown over now. So I think it was like 103 years after the apocalypse had happened, which was just humans deciding that we finally hate each other enough to press that big red button. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much stuff like in the, like I didn't even notice the craters in the background, but like um, the, when in the era where they're writing the music and whatnot, like if you look in the background of the, the guy's mansion and shit, like there's so much like cool shit in the background and whatnot. Like they really went all out with the, set design yeah it looks like uh oh wait never mind uh i thought the one guy ended up having syphilis the the guy who ends up killing himself in the bathtub no i so, think he was that's he the, that's the guy he's learning from he has yeah, syphilis. yeah yeah was he even learning from him though like i mean it seemed like he knew how um, to play the piano and he, he, was just using he knew what he was doing he was just um he was uh, like he was thrown out of his family for being gay, um, so then he went off to make it on his own. And he couldn't, you can't just like he didn't have any connections to be a composer. So he basically was his plan. His plan was to leech off of this famous guy um, because he knew he was skilled, so that he would impress him, and then he can help him. At, but the famous guy gets all the credit for it until eventually um, he's able to make it on his own. Um, and then that's when he comes up with the Cloud Atlas, um, whatever it was, sex, sex Sextant, I think. Um, and, but then that's when he gets into the squabble where he wants to just steal it. Um, and when he said, like, this is mine, like, that's when he's like, well, I'll tell everyone you're gay because he tried to, like, fucking kiss him or whatever. And then he shoots him. Yeah, I think he might have baited him because he does say at one point, I think during that interaction, he's like, you think I wouldn't like look up someone that's working for me? You yeah. think I wouldn't look up your past? And then he found out about his family and probably why he got kicked out. Yeah, I mean, similar to uh, Tom Hanks, like his character was a shithead in pretty much all of his uh, um, eras as well, like, other than um, like his redemption on the last one after the breakout true although even in the last one he was still pretty much a shithead like yeah, yeah. Although, if cannibals were coming after me and i had the chance to hide behind a rock and let someone else get eaten i'd probably do it i'm not gonna lie yeah those cannibals are fucking juiced yeah like, except they were... at the end when apparently tom uh, tom hanks while carrying his daughter was outrunning dudes on horses his niece Whatever. yeah there there's definitely like obviously people get hurt in this movie but like fucking every uh antagonist is um a fucking stormtrooper yeah also like, that... they just shoot entire like fucking rounds and just or uh clips of the magnum and just like never hit anything <laughs> the fucking the button that lasted from the 1800s to 2300 that's good that's good craftsmanship what button um so at, like at the beginning uh of the final timeline or the final like the 2300 tom hanks like takes that little oh the like opal button. yeah, yeah okay, and that was one about, of the yeah. buttons off of uh the guy fuck what's his name yeah i mean it's a, a rock wrapped in gold so theoretically if it wasn't like crushed then it should be fine yeah that whole that that button made through the whole movie that that was also that was another character that it started out right at the beginning tom hanks yoinked it from that dude yeah, he cut it off, and he yeah. didn't fucking notice. Like, where'd one of my buttons go? Well, only he's been in my room because he's a quote-unquote doctor yeah. who was fucking selling teeth that he found on a beach. Also, 
also yeah. just like yeah there was definitely enough red flags that guy was just yeah. i mean he was a slaver right so he probably didn't really give a shit yeah that's he was true. just like pocketing everything he was taking off the guy's like no we got to cut this ring off you're swelling here i know a guy don't worry here i'll just keep that for now <laughs> yeah bro back my then, jewelry it, it must have been so hard to fucking trust anyone back then like just when there was no law and order at all it was just like you'd fucking go out alone with someone that you think is okay and then they weren't and they just fucking off you and you're like well i literally can't do anything (laughs) what are you gonna do you're gonna sit there and bleed out unless i mean that's why handshake became a thing like we would grab each other's wrists to check for fucking knives yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I think, well, that's why we shake with our right hands. Was like most people are right hand dominant, so that's where you had your weapon. So it's like left hand still got my shield. I'm gonna protect myself, but right hand, you gotta push your weapon down to shake my hand. I don't, bitch. Get fucked. And that's when assassins came in and were like, "Just yeah. kidding! I have a secret fucking blade on me." Well, people is that why people don't like left handed? Is that is that why my people are ostracized for being left handed? We, we were all assassinis. No, it's because you were. Yeah, you were different. We don't like difference. Yeah. Different different didn't go over well throughout history. It still doesn't really fuck, go over fuck well. Fuck you right-handed people. Shut up, normies. This, this is the new it's the new civil war. Just the righties versus the lefties. Everyone's going to die because or either no one's going to die or everyone's going to die because either everyone's going to have the right shields so you can't stab or no shields and then everyone's going to get stabbed. But what um, happens when we go to like uh, Dune era, where your whole body's a shield. Wait a minute, you know what? Actually, I take that back, because the righties are definitely going to win, because any plans that the lefties write down, you're just going to smudge it. Yeah. Alright, dude, that hurts. <laughs> that was too personal, you can't say that. You don't know how many tests I failed because of this? <laughs> well, I mean, okay. No, you a... don't even, I don't even give a shit about it being smudged. The biggest struggle was lifting up your arm and realizing it was either fucking gray or blue. Like, (laughs) it would just be on your fucking, like, all up your arm and up your hand. It's actually the worst. One benefit is, like, you know, like, the novelty mugs? They're all, generally everything so that if you're holding it with your right hand, the the, the decal's on the left. But if you're a left-handed person, you always get to enjoy it right away. Yeah. (laughs) Unless you get one of those mugs that just has UNT on it, and you're like, fucking stop calling me that. I don't, I'm not a cunt. I just want to drink tea. <laughs> um, what else can we talk about in this movie? Uh, oh, they saved a decent chunk of money. I bet you the price would have been higher if they actually hired all those extra actors. Instead, they just had everyone play everyone. No, I prefer when they made the, the Asian woman a ginger uh, white person, and also Halle Berry a ginger white person. That all looked real off-putting. I think it would have been better with better contacts because they both put in, like, bright-ass green contacts for them, which just... Even a a ginger person, straight-up born ginger, I don't think their eyes would be that vivid. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's going to look kind of uncanny valley no matter how you do it because you're, like... With monster makeup, like, you, you could change, like, the face structure by just, like, adding on. But they couldn't, like, make their heads bigger to, like, change their proportions, right? So they just had to, like, take away things like skin tone and, like, their eye shape and stuff like that. So it, it's always going to look weird. But, um, I mean, I think the actors did a good job of, like, being all of those different parts, right? Yeah. yeah. The, the one that I had, like, a somewhat issue with was um, when the, the Asian actor, I can't remember her name... Uh, when she was playing uh, Bay Duna was uh, the Mexican woman, which is literally the character name, according to IMDb, Mexican woman. <laughs> yeah, she definitely did not come off as uh, Latin. <laughs> yeah. That was... I was just like, okay. Although, like, when she just, like, beat the shit out of an assassin, that was having absolutely no trouble with anyone else. And then she just comes up behind him and just beats the fuck out of him. For calling her a, a racial slur. Well, he also shot her dog, so... Yeah, but she didn't mention that at all. She might have. I think she was speaking Spanish, Spanish so... <laughs> yeah, I didn't even, puppy. like... I didn't even get that she was supposed to be Spanish until he said the slur, and I was like, oh. 
All right. Yeah, I think I got a, a little bit when Halle Berry like started speaking Spanish to her, and I was like, "Is this not like a sweatshop?" Which I mean, yeah it was a sweatshop. I don't know. It was weird because like Mexican it was weird. <laughs> like I think they were just it, it was just another like form of oppression that they were trying to show, which I get. It was just like it was weird that they did that, but then also um, it had themes to the fast food place like with the things they were making they were making like little weird yellow eggs and stuff like that which was from the future thing so it just it seemed like it should have been like an asian sweatshop rather than a spanish one but whatever yeah well i think at that time like the time period it was it was a little bit more accurate like they i guess it's because they're in america that's why they probably did it that way yeah like if they were running through like quote-unquote chinatown then absolutely but yeah that would have had the, they would have upped the budget because then they would have to film at Chinatown. I liked how, in order to avoid inspection of the site, she just starts saying no English, no English, <laughs> like like an inspector. She'd be like, oh fuck, no English. Okay, did Looks, she say no English? The... I thought she said no slurs. No, I'm pretty sure she said no English when okay. when, when Tom or uh, not Tom Hanks, but Halle Berry and uh, the other guy ran in. Yeah, I like the first time she said it, I could have swore. I that's why I like I was like you cannot say that because I thought she said no slurs. Oh. And then and then she, like Halle Berry started speaking Spanish. Oh and, no. And, and it, but it was in Russian, so I didn't understand. Yeah, I mean I you could be right. I mean, for the time period it wouldn't have been uncommon, so. Just everybody's a racist. I mean, historically, yes. Yeah. That's why it's uh, important to call it out. <laughs> also, if you watch it again, look out for when she starts hitting Hugo Weaving. Por que le disparaste a mi perro? That means, why did you shoot my dog? Perro is dog, I think. Okay. Um, although it definitely added in, uh, like, I think with, with that one in particular, same with um, Jim Broadbent's uh, description of how he um, lost his virginity in the in the um, old folks storyline, like those those little comedic moments helped break up a little bit of the story. Like a lot of it, like it, it's definitely, I it's it's needed regardless of the seriousness of the movies, even if it's like horror uh, or if it's a thriller, drama, anything like that. You need that comedic value. There's just so much, like in this one, like you said, it, it didn't have as much an emotional effect on us as it did you, Justin. But uh, could you imagine just like three hours of just that, not sad, but just all negative emotions, I guess? Uh, well, I don't think it's always needed. It is nice to like lighten the mood of the film, like, uh, but uh, it depends on the topic. Like this one, it wasn't as serious, but... Uh, Oh fuck! I can't remember the movie. It was the one about the the movie about uh, child soldiers in Africa. That one had absolutely zero. Oh, and yeah, the Netflix one. Yeah. Oh fuck! Because that one, it was like that one was just on hard hardcore in your face the entire movie, uh, and I thought they did a fantastic job on that one. I fucking can't remember what it's called, though. Blood Diamond? Is that what you're talking about? No. Uh, it was uh, a more recent one. I think it came out over the past five years. Um, but it literally, it followed, uh, like, one specific child soldier throughout it all. And then near the end, he was, uh, I guess they put him in a, uh, like, a group home for people that were affected by the war. So, like, the people that had their, their parents uh, killed. Um, and uh, he was, like, talking to a counselor. And he, at the end, like, when he finally opens up to the counselor, he's like, you're like a baby to me. I look in your eyes and I see someone young, someone who hasn't seen the horrors that I've seen. Because he, he like, literally watched uh, one of his friends get killed in front of him. And then I'm pretty sure he also got raped by Idris Elba after yeah. he had, like, snorted gunpowder. Beats, Beasts of No Nation. That's it. Beasts of No Nation. Check that out. It's a very good movie. Um, although, like I said, there is no... There is no comedy in it. There's nothing breaking up the seriousness of the movie. So, uh, load up a couple 
YouTube videos of cats falling off couches <laughs> afterwards if you want to like come down. Yeah, I mean, I th I think movies like that are important too to remind people that uh, the world sucks and uh, you should do what you can to try to fix it when you can. But it's not, it's not all sunshine and lollipops, and yeah. children shouldn't. Have yeah, this movie, I, although I think. The, I, I think the action parts of this movie are the part I like the least just because other than the very last sequence, there is no consequences to the main characters at all. Like they just run around guns blazing everywhere and like nothing ever happens, but it does have, I, I mean, I, I guess technically when um, the prophet is like doing her speech, like all of those uh, uh, rebels like die horribly, but like you don't, feel that really much it's like very in the distance um yeah because they didn't really do much on the but rebellion. like when he's like doing his action sequences and shit like there's a few of those where you're just like oh we're in an action movie now <laughs> so it, it definitely I, I get what you mean like they they break it up a little bit yeah, yeah like I, well, I guess actually sorry that just reminded me i was going to talk about um when the uh oh god what do they call them the uh, fabricant and the other dude like when they were at the apartment getting chased by the the shitty shot cops um she she mentioned that uh his heart was beating slower than theirs so are they like just rapidly aging maybe that's why they only have the 12 years um could be um but yeah i, I obviously their metabolism would be weird if they were only like they're modified humans and they're also being sustained by like one weird uh human smoothie a day so i don't know yeah that's what No Name Soap is. <laughs> no Name Soap is just other humans. Oh, I, and they made a joke. Well, not really a joke, but they, was, they were linking it back when they said uh, uh, when the old guy was first trying to escape after his brother, quote-unquote, pranked him by locking him in an asylum. When he's like, he was like, Soylent is people! Soylent is people! Yep. <laughs> yeah, they, they definitely uh, referenced that. I mean, Soap is originally was... was... I, I don't know how they make it nowadays, but originally it was just, like, fat, so... We learned yeah. that in Fight Club. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe that's why everyone was getting so upset when those when the kids started eating Tide Pods. They're like, no, no, don't go down this road. <laughs> yeah. We've been down this road. Also, they're fucking morons. I would Who just would... just keep letting them... Yeah, yeah. that was... What, what's, the, what's the current version of that? Like, putting Gorilla Glue in your hair or something? Oh yeah, no, that right. okay. That broad was just no. I, I think it's I, not wearing a mask, to be honest. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, there's been like copycat people of that lady. Like she, she fucked up, and like obviously it was bad for her. But like, there's been a whole bunch of people trying to like get famous as well by doing it. Yeah, yeah. a lot of them I think are doing it under the guise of like, oh, I think that's bullshit. I know of at least three. Um, I read three stories about people doing that because they, they didn't believe that she did that or that it would be that bad. So yeah. they were like, I'm going to do it too just to test it out. What are you why? fucking dumb? Yeah, yeah, like, there's there's a reason why it's fucking glue. Like... Yeah. I, my... See, when I was curious about how strong, like, super glue was that I was using it, like, it... Something I was using, like, I got a little bit on my finger and, like, stuck two of my fingers together and i was like oh that's painful to pull apart make sure to not get that on anything important in the future but they were just like fuck that test dump it on my head well it's also she ended up raising like fucking 20 grand on a gofundme one it was just like she she kept it going so originally she started it to help pay for the procedure in order to get her fucking hair unglued um, and then the guy ended up like a doctor ended up like okay like he did he just did it for free, and then she just kept the GoFundMe going and she ended up getting like twenty grand just for just people just donating to her stupidity. I Although, mean, I ago. get what you're saying, but you have to remember that uh, America is a desolate wasteland currently. Like, yeah. people are currently dying of hypothermia because. Uh, corporations are hiking up the price of uh, electricity just to be greedy fucks. So, I mean... We don't want to deal I, with... I don't, I don't blame her for keeping that money at all because there is zero safety nets and it is fucking... Their country is run by vicious raptors that don't give a fuck. 
capitalism at its finest. Uh, she is oh, under yeah. investigation, though. Uh, there was a news story about two days ago that she can't access any of that money, which, I mean, it does make sense, because if the doctor did it for free, and the whole purpose of the GoFundMe was to raise money so you can get this surgery, give it back to the people. Especially in a pandemic, I'm sure a lot of these people probably couldn't really afford to give too much, and whatever money they did, they could definitely use. Because they were like, yeah, we're going to give you $2,000 at the start of the pandemic. And then they waited about a year, and people were like, hey, can we, like, have a little bit more money, please? Are you fucking kidding me? We gave you $2,000 eight months ago. What do you... You can't live off that anymore? They haven't even gotten that money. I think they've gotten $600 total. That's it? I thought it was around... Uh, around no, they, they've been... Him and Han about... First, they said when Biden was going to get elected, they said they were going to give him 2000 a month. They've been dicking around that whole time. They're like, well, we'll do 1400 so it totals 2000 But again, that is a one-time payment. Yeah. Like, I don't even understand. Like, I, I don't know. I'd and even fucking... still, with the... Well, when they first got the payments in, uh, I know like a bunch of businesses were were doing sales. So right after you got your stimulus check, Walmart had smart TVs on, five ninety nine, and they also had guns for the exact price of uh, stimulus check as well. Which I mean, hey, a lot of people are gonna be like, well, that's just business. It's like, no, that is corporations taking advantage of oh, yes. stupid fucking people. And don't don't forget, they also get bajillions of dollars in. Uh, corporate bailouts that they hide away in their offshore bank accounts and then beg for more because they say they don't have any money like what i think bell did that actually like they took a giant bailout from the canadian government and then gave the money to their stockholders and fucking fired a bunch of people oh yeah because we didn't have the money to to keep you on sorry about that which is insane to the fucking prices we got to pay for stupid shit i say eat the rich Mm -hmm. start a field grow your own food get some solar panels Live off grid, um, and buy as many weapons as you can while you can. Yeah, it, it's crazy to me that there hasn't been like violent insurrection yet. Like, I think yeah, in Canada that, especially like, because the gun laws are so strict. Like, well, I, I just assume... mean in in the states. Like, it, the the idea of capitalism is that you keep everyone so, like, you just give them dumb shit so that they're just so you either work them to the bone so they're they don't have the energy to fight back or you keep them fucking pacified with netflix and mcdonald's and shit yeah. but like america is getting to the point where they can't even afford to like exist so the next thing should be that but like they just i'm surprised they haven't yet it's actually crazy to me oh the way they're doing it i think is pretty genius because instead of like the government is convincing people like, hey, it's not the big corporations. It's not us that wants this. It's the yeah, other. It's, it's guy. the minorities. <laughs> it's yeah, the minorities or the the libtards. And so people are like, "Whoa, I gotta yeah. fight the libtards!" Like, no, the li- libtards, quote unquote, are the people that want to fight the corporations, and they know it. So they're like, "Well, we're just gonna get all the gun-toning rednecks to. They want your jobs. They want your land. They want your guns. And when in yeah. reality, they just want to be able to fucking eat." and afford rent at the same time. Yeah, and and be gay if they want to, but, you know, that's... Well, let's oh, not go on, too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One yeah, issue right. at a time. Yeah. You, you get uh-huh. a Snickers bar, or you get to express your sexuality openly. Yeah. Don't be greedy. Yeah. That was a joke. Please don't take that seriously. Yeah. But that is actual conservative thought process. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, they're... <laughs> I think they should institute a, uh, since they have a minimum age for government, they should have a maximum age for government. Oh, yes. Nepotism is also really bad. (laughs) Yeah, at a certain point, like, people aren't changing with the times. Do you know they still have silent generation senators? That's before the boomers. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Fucking get them out of there. Get, I'd say... I think there is one... There is one millennial senator, I think. Is that the guy that got caught using his campaign funds to buy Steam games and he got a $1,500 fine for vaping? (laughs) I I don't know. I saw a list of, like, the age groups, though, and it was, like, it was, like, 80-something Silent Generation, almost 300 boomers, and then so on. This is like, what the fuck? I think you actually need, like, to prove... Not, Not, like... I, you shouldn't be able bias. to make like, like you should be able to show like 
you're making decisions for the greater good, not for like based strictly on like like the ideals that are written down for your thing. So like if you identify like, like you're a conservative, like it shouldn't be just like okay, conservatives have to do this, 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 and this. It's like no, no, no. What's good for the people as a whole? Not yeah. That that's what bothers me. Like it shouldn't be a two party system. It should just be like like have the debates. Be like okay, this is why. Why do you think the people are um, shouldn't have the two thousand dollars a month? Okay, well how about this? And then counter it. And then when someone gets a counter and they actually listen, then they're just like. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And then they change their idea after receiving new information. Can't do that. That shows weakness. Don't yeah. fuck around. All, one of the major issues is that most of them aren't actually making decisions based on what they believe at all. It's um, about what it's, it's just the, the corporate donors. But corporations um, have the same rights as people. So, which I think is you know, stupid. Oh, yeah. But anyways, we should do what we, they do in this movie and uh, kill them. I agree. Uh, also, if you're <laughs> listening and you're in Canada, uh, sign the petition for Bill C-21, which uh, changes a lot of definitions for gun laws so that uh, paintball, airsoft, and I'm assuming Nerf guns would even be under that as a prohibited item because anything that is made to look, uh, made to be a replica exactly or with near precision uh, to a, a weapon that shoots bullets, projectiles, or anything other than that at greater than 500 feet per second or 5.7 joule muzzle velocity will be prohibited. So I could I could go out and buy a, a nail gun that shoots over 500 feet per second, but I can't buy a replica nail gun that shoots BBs because that's prohibited. Gun laws are so weird because... Um, your chances of hurting yourself or someone uh, in your household when you put a gun in your house goes up like a bajillion percent. Um, so I kind of have issues with like freely available guns. I understand the argument um, of fighting your oppressors, but uh, I don't know. Historically, like I, I don't think that really works nowadays. Yeah, not um, really. Like, like I, I agree with it, the gun laws. To be honest, they, I think they're the way they are is is fine. But the changes that they want to do and the changes that they announce to other things, like they right after that, they want to make the gun laws stricter um, uh, under the guise of public safety. But at the yeah. same time, two days later, they announce that they're lowering all the mi mandatory minimums for jail sentences for any weapons. So it, it just it seems sure. I those sound like two separate things to me. I I would have to look at the specifics. I it, jail does not rehabilitate people. Oh, um, absolutely. At least not in our current iteration of it. So I'm not really uh, for any extended jail times at all. Anyways, but um, I mean you, you just look at the facts and like when unstable people have easy access to weapons, uh, a lot of people die. So. Um, until we, as a as a human race, get our mental health shit figured out, uh, which we are significantly behind on and spiraling into despair, uh, I don't think everyone having weapons is a good idea. And I think the only way we would actually overthrow a government is if we had the support of the military uh, anyways, so that's more of a political thing, because... What good is it, even if you do have handguns, when the government has tanks and drones and like you can't, you can't fight that shit. <laughs> like, no, yeah, no. I I wasn't saying that I want people to have more weapons. I was more concerned with like the recreational activities that involve uh, replicas, like airsoft, paintball, Nerf, all that shit. That's what I would have to look at the targeting. bill you're talking about. I don't know. That, uh, that does seem weird. It's, if uh, uh, they're trying to like ban paintball players, I think it seems weird. Yeah, they're not specifically banning the players. I don't. I don't like the. There are pellet guns that are like, they pump them up to like just under legal. I think those are kind of shenanigans because like, I had one of those as a kid. Not that I went out and got it, but like the one I got was like crazy high powered and it's like essentially a twenty two. Like, I don't think twelve year olds should be able to have those. Oh yeah, no, I think there should be <laughs> yeah mandatory minimum age. 
Like right now, I know for airsoft stuff, you have to be 18 plus years old just to buy it and own it. Um, but, uh, and there's like mandatory minimums on fields and, uh, there is FPS limits, which makes a hundred percent sense. Like you don't want someone that's blasting a thousand feet per second. That's going to fucking hurt, but 300 ish that it'll sting, but it's not going to do per permanent damage. But, uh, I think it's a, they should teach gun safety in school, like have that mandatory in high school so that you have an awareness of what these weapons are you know how to handle them you know the processes of like if you find one obviously don't fucking pick it up uh but call the cops right away like just have some form of information that people either have to take or have readily available so that you don't have to worry about a kid pick finding a pistol on the ground and not realizing that it's a real one and fucking blowing one of his friends away which i don't know if it happens in Canada, because we have fairly, well, really strict gun laws, which makes sense. Yeah, I read a story the other day about a fucking uh, mom had a gun in her purse or something like that, and her toddler got a hold of it and killed her. Yeah, which I mean, hey, uh, just desserts, right? But uh, <laughs> this this bill, I think, is it's just kind of shenanigans. Like it's it's purely aimed at recreational sports because it doesn't. It only changes certain definitions, and it also gives the cops the power to, uh, if they see you with like an airsoft gun or a paintball gun or a, a gun that is a replica meant to be exactly like or with near position to a real firearm, they can take it immediately, and then you have two weeks to produce a license, uh, which doesn't exist. Huh. Yeah, it's pretty shenanigans. Like, there's a lot of videos online about it, um, and it would... It, it's not good for, um, I think, like, the smaller businesses, um, like the airsoft fields, paintball fields, airsoft and paintball stores. They're just <laughs> sort of fucked um, if, if this bill goes through because, like, that's their livelihood. And even some some YouTubers and stuff like that and content creators, they, they're fucked already with COVID because you can't play. Um but I think I've talked about that enough. Let's go back to the movie. All right. I think we just have ratings now. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're about that time. So uh, I'm going to give it, I'll give it a solid eight. Um, it'll probably, probably be higher if I watch it more, just because I'll be able to pay attention, maybe either toss on subtitles or, um, watch it with like my headset on or something like that on my computer so i actually hear what the fuck's happening in certain scenes but um transitions were well set like set was done well actors were amazing in it especially having to adapt and change based on the character um in the scene what about uh you justin um, yeah, I, like I said, I, I love this movie. Um, I would say like an eight and a half or a nine. Um, some of the weakest parts were like just the action scenes and, um, stuff like that. But other than that, it's, I really like it. Uh, I'm also going to give it an eight. Um, I do want to watch it again with, with subtitles on just because I find that easier to focus on the, the entirety of the movie. Um, but, uh, yeah, like the, the visual effects of it were fantastic the actors themselves fucking killed it um like there was a uh, one character i was i was kind of fighting with zach i believe it was the uh old syphilis composer's wife uh was halle berry and i didn't realize until like fairly late in the film yeah I think it was about an hour in something like that because you maybe had to pause and i had time to look it up um but yeah all of them i thought killed it uh, some of the messages are like they still ring true even today. Which stop being racist, people. It's 2021. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Why the fuck is someone's skin color relevant? Do they have a mask off or on? Good, they're good people. If not, kick them in the balls. Well, it depends on how high the mask goes. Like if it's it's like all the way to hood and it's white, probably not good. Yeah, that's not a good mask. Kick them in the balls too. <laughs> but generally, they have like they have eye holes cut out and yeah. it's not flush against their face it's just sort of hanging over it <laughs> what movie was that off or 
they had it on. The guy's just like, I can't see a fucking thing in this. <laughs> Django Unchained. Have you guys seen um, uh, The Black Klansman? Um, I've not watched that one yet. I should watch it. It's good. I think it's like, I, I don't I don't think I've seen all of it, but I think I started it. But anyways, Adam Drive Ray. He's good. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we have a 8.3 repeating for this movie, so that's a fantastic review. And uh, once Jeff gives us his number, which I'm assuming is going to be a 5 or a 6, because it's Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Hatred of all things. Yeah. I'm sorry, is that uh, not a 20-minute video? Get fucked. Yeah. Um, so the next movie that we'll be reviewing next week is called The Endless. I don't know exactly what it's about. And then oh, we got one more after that, and that's going to be The Lobster. Uh, and then we what move lobster? on to our next topic, which we'll reveal uh, next week. We'll, we'll give you guys a, a little, little insight on what we're going to be reviewing, which style of movie. Uh, if you guys got any comments or anything like that for us, please uh, uh, send us a tweet. Uh, at by railside uh, or leave us comments in the comment section below on uh, youtube where it's posted and follow us on spotify as well and uh tell me if you think i sound cute yeah he wants to know he he needs to know if he has he has permanent brain damage from all the uh weeb shit he reads so he can only watch movies with subtitles on now it's pronounced tournament thank you very much (laughs) also bagel fuck off it's not (laughs) bagel Hey, do you guys ever have an accident that was caused by a pussy? Because the character did. My fucking life. (laughs) 